Welcome to the underground. Turn me up, bitch! My Little Underground with Peter A. It's My Little Underground. I'm Peter A. This week, I'm back in New York City talking to Wa Together, the very enthusiastic New York City quartet. And no, I didn't literally go anywhere. The last few weeks, I've been talking to artists on the West Coast like Modati, Star Party, and Mount Fog. And if you haven't heard Watt Together's debut album, Let's Watt Together, you are missing out. I talked to them about playing the new Colossus Festival on the Lower East Side of Manhattan, overcoming the blues, experiences with psychedelic mushrooms, shooting a music video on the Williamsburg Bridge, connecting with Dead Strange Records, and so much more. Please help me welcome Watt Together to My Little Underground. Watt Together! Thank you so much for hanging out with me on My Little Underground. So we're going to Watt all together. Um, love the new album. Let's Watt Together. And I know y'all recently played the, the new Colossus Festival. So uh, give me your general thoughts on, on your experiences uh, playing uh, these string of Lower East Side shows. Well, first of all, it's not the new album. It's our debut album. First album. You're right. You're right. You're right, Jaiko. You're it's, right. Still an, it, it's, it's, it's still a new album. Of course. Yeah. yeah. It's both, right? Of course. First baby, not the new baby. Yeah. Okay. The only and, baby. Uh, <laughs> and we had a blast. We weren't sure. Then it was incredible. We had a great time. Every yeah. single one, actually. But the, especially the Marquee Lounge was very, you know, set up so nicely and uh, yeah we played for a sold out uh, house thanks to the closest festival it was really great yeah i don't think we had any idea what it was or if people would be there and you know it was it was a happening there was like every show was packed and yeah it, it felt like a it's a proper little festival it's was, it was great so yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I yeah. love how the Mercury Lounge is set up. You know, Jaiko, you brought a good point up. You walk in and there's like a nice little like seating area. It's gorgeous. I love it. It's such a beautiful spot. Yeah. Pete, Pete, did you go to any of the show? Not not necessarily our shows, but did you go to any of the shows that week? No. Um, when that was happening, I was still kind of like, you know, scared to go to shows, you know, at that point, yeah. like early yeah. March, yeah. you know, you know, even though I'm vaxxed to the forever, you know, all the vax. <laughs> everything but i was like i was like you know little scared to 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 go to any shows but now i'm you know if watt together puts a, a show i'm there you know i'll be there but um, no i didn't get a chance to go um i i was like oh i gotta go to one of the shows on the lower east side but um i was like ah not yet not yet yeah but, it was definitely if you were having any like uh questions about it wouldn't have been good because it was packed and nobody's worried about it was, <laughs> it was yeah Definitely had to like just be like, all right, if I'm getting COVID, I'm getting COVID abuse. And some people mm -hmm. did. So <laughs> yeah. Um, some so people did. They were there they were texts <laughs> going the next couple of, like remember like the next week it was like, oh no, yeah. maybe we should go get tested. I know. Oh no. But it worked oh, no. out. It was all right. We we were we were okay, thankfully. We all that's, escaped. Yeah. That's good. That's really good. Um, you know, on on, on the thing of uh, the Lower East Side shows, right? Uh, how is it important for you? to play your home base first before you, you know, go 
throughout the country or overseas because I'm seeing like some New York bands, they'll go on this wide national tour before playing. Maybe they'll do like one or two New York shows or no New York shows at all and then come back and do New York shows. So tell me your mentality of uh, putting together you know, your shows. Uh, <laughs> Boy, the, 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 num the, num the number of national tours we've turned down is, is just so, so, so large. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I think it's more of like, we can't really tour we don't tour a lot nationally or tour for you so we play in new york because that's what that's what there is to play <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, uh, yeah. it's more of a what, what what we get what we're we're offered i mean i guess we could have gone to south by southwest but yeah part of it too it's it's just way easier for us to play new york so it's and and that's what was so fun about we called it the lower east side tour because we wanted it you know, it was our tour, you know, like, uh, <laughs> that's a 2022. Even made, you know, so. We even made two a t-shirt. Yeah. Mm. You still have some? Yes. Yeah. Oh, we need to give you one. I would, I would love one. I would love Large, one. Large, medium. What do you got? Either one. Ah. Oh, <laughs> oh, check it out, oh hell yeah. That's it. Yeah. That's me. That's all Here's me. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I love the color scheme too. You know, blue is my one of my that's favorite it. colors. And yeah. oh, perfect. That is perfect. Yes. So yeah, yeah that's amazing. We'll, we'll talk after. Yeah. So I would definitely love a shirt. Oh my god, that's brilliant. Yeah. But you know, I love that you know, you you did this little Lower East Side tour. You know, you're as local as a local band uh can get, which is yeah. just fantastic. Um, have you been thinking about okay? Let's do this show in California. Let's do this show in Texas. Have you gotten any offers or, or, or are you really thinking about that? Or are you just like, okay, now let's just stay in New York and just kind of chill for a bit? Yeah, go ahead, Steve. <laughs> I was just going to say, if something made sense, we would do it. You know, I, 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 we, uh, uh, three of us have kids in the band. And so the kids aren't in the band, but three of us have kids. Uh, yeah. So, uh, yeah. They're, they're, yeah, yeah. 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 So far. It, it, yeah. it just would be a matter of trying to work it out, but we would love to do it. Uh, it's, yeah. it, it there are there are little, especially with the new record coming out, the the, the debut record out. Debut. It uh yeah, it, it like there's a little peckings of things, little little things that get, but nothing's stuck yet, you know. But it would be cool if it happens. Yeah. Have, I, I believe it will. It, it, it's only a matter of time. <laughs> I think it's funny that uh, Jaiko calls all. Uh, all you guys daddies i thought it was just yeah. an affectionate yeah. term but y'all literally dad yeah. that's, that's amazing yeah. I, I love it yes. uh, you, you know over the last the few yeah what's up jackal in the beginning we made a hashtag daddy's rock but now the official hashtag the new one of my favorite one is uh, <laughs> hashtag three daddies and one retired stripper equals what together so, and, yeah, and, then, and, 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 and then the game is to guess who's who. <laughs> <laughs> my, my guess was Vito. That, that, yeah, was, that, I know, right? that was That's what I know. Go to. That, that was the go to. Like, <laughs> I, yeah, right. Okay, I, Vito has to be the ex stripper. Come I on. Put now. out those vibes. I know. It's obvious. It's obvious. <laughs> exactly. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, uh, and Foo Fighters, they, they're wearing that dad rock thing on their sleeve because they're all dads. So, yeah, I, yeah. I love it. Yeah. yeah. I, over the last few years, I've been hearing, you know, and, and I know a lot of artists that are in multiple bands and do other things. And I kind of stopped asking that this question I'm about to ask you three, but I'm really <laughs> curious on, on your thoughts on it. 
Okay, since all of y'all have been in other bands and, and, and represent other different projects aside from Wa Together, do you look at Wa Together as, okay, a quote unquote, for lack of a better term, side project or super group, or this is just another band that you're in? And is the main, is this your main musical project? Well, clearly it's a super group. <laughs> clearly a super group, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's for sure. Vito is the most polyamorous one, but these guys are all polyamorous. And I mean, you are all polyamorous. Yeah, we are. Yeah, we're musically polyamorous for sure. Um, But but yeah, I mean, Law Together is it. The amazing thing about Law Together is the way it came together and Mm -hmm. how easy it's always been and how easy musically it's been. And it's just like everything just when it just kind of fell together in this beautiful way. And I, like you said, I mean, I've been doing this for a long time, I've been playing music and a lot. And it's like, when that happens, it's special. And everybody's great in the band, you know, yeah. like personally, but also, yeah, musically. And, and it's so, it's kind of just like, we've just been writing it out. We just, it's just, you just kind of, and yeah, even finding the label. I mean, we could go through the whole thing, but it's just yeah. been like, it, it just from the beginning, you know, the first. It's very magical to us. It, yeah. Yeah. It's been very magical, right? Yeah. And that's what yeah. it feels like. And, and playing the shows and everything, just, it's like, it's been very little effort in that way, you know? Like the only thing that's effort for us is what we discover is now we're in a band. <laughs> we we have to deal with yeah. band stuff. Now we have to call the van to get the gear to the gig. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, like, like what? That kind of thing. So you're like, oh, yeah. We, we've got to be a band in that way. And uh, it's not, but that's like the only stuff that takes time. The, the making the music and hanging out together and all that has just been so natural. And it's, it's great you know so i don't know and and i guess that because for me that because of that i haven't even really put much thought into what it is it's just it just is you know it just kind of just is this kind of magical thing so it's like i I almost don't want to i I don't know for me personally i'm like i don't want to like overthink it and ruin it or something i don't feel like i don't i don't feel like anybody in wa together was looking to be in another band yeah. like you know what i mean like no one was like god if i could just get another band going but it just yeah. kind of happened and then it was like well this is worth spending time on and then it was like well it's worth spending a little more time on yeah <laughs> you know yeah but you know, know, you're that, right you're right like it's it's all effortless and you shouldn't overthink it you know i yeah. think that's what makes music Kind of interesting, right? Jacko, what were you going to say? No, yeah, yeah. The music part was very, like, naturally and very magical. And then it was kind of incredible. And then, uh, well, one thing that I sometimes worry is that I feel like maybe we love ourselves a little too much. <laughs> like, uh, maybe now, stick. <laughs> we love all together. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's 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 dive into to the album a little bit. Uh, you got the blues, and this is yeah. a love letter to people that have had the blues. So um, that's Jaco's favorite song. I yeah. love that song. Yeah, it's it's really Great good. Song. 
It's really good. You know, I was listening to it like in the dead of winter when I was like feeling blue myself and it really, it does help. It does help. So did you, did you all feel any kind of blues when making this album? Not making, well, I get depressed sometimes. I mean, you know, people do, we all do, I guess, you know, but sometimes I get crazy depressed. So that was more about that that song was and I don't know you know but I love that song how do you guys when you do feel blue at all how do you um overcome it and how do you try to heal it I know there's no one easy answer for this it's, it's like a lifelong process but is there anything that that you do any kind of ritual that you do that just always puts you at ease for me lately I realized that I really try to be honest with myself. Like, you know, try to forget about uh, any sort of like uh, things I learned from people that's in my head, but I try to really listen to how I feel or I want to do. You know, like I was like, many times I beat myself up thinking that I should be doing something else than what I'm doing now or something like that. But I want to just like, you know, I just try to be honest with myself as much as possible. Yeah, yeah. I think um, that really helps. And uh, the video to this was kind of, uh, you, you shot some of it on the Williamsburg Bridge. And now I've noticed there's there's a lot of artists that shoot some of their videos on the Williamsburg Bridge. And one time I was going, I was taking the M train and I saw a video shoot happening on the train. What mm -hmm. is it about the Williamsburg Bridge that it's attractive to artists and even yourselves. <laughs> I love it because I ride my bike everywhere in town. I ride my bicycle everywhere, but that's my favorite one because it's pink, first of all. <laughs> and it just, I don't know, like really nicely there, no? And I love the subways, you know, you can see the subway and people inside and it's wow. very like a New York cute to me. Like Brooklyn Bridge is tourist cute, right? And Manhattan Bridge is nice, mm, but Williamsburg Bridge is cuter. The That's vibe definitely is fair. For yeah. me, yeah. It's almost like Starbucks that, and that, the local that, cafe. Yeah. That was Jaiko's video, by the way. Jaiko did that yeah. whole video. She directed it, came up with the whole thing. Yeah. I love that video. It feels oh, like when I first saw it, I was like, this reminds me of like watching cable access TV in New York. Yes. Like, yes. you know, and then flipping through and be like, whoa, what is this? You know, and it, it feels, you know, we've all been in New York for a long time and it, it feels very New York, you know, like in a very like genuine and it just captured this energy and vibe. I, it made me so happy. Like, and, and yeah, so. You know what it's like? It's like Alt Nation meets Video Music Box. That's the yeah, aesthetic. Yeah, yeah. 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 Alt Nation, the, the old MTV show from the 90s. Yeah. 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 And then yeah. Video Music Box, like, it, it's a. Which. Yeah, they had a lot of hip hop videos and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah. Great yeah. show. Yeah. Very influenced yeah. by the. Yeah, yeah. Like a 90s yeah. yeah, that's what it totally reminded me of. It was just like that, 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 that kind of thing. Yeah. 
Yeah. What are the, some of like the logistical things you kind of had to go through for filming this video or any, or any, any video like for the Williamsburg bridge, is, is it like you just walk up and with your camera and just go, you have to get any kind of quote unquote permits or anything. No, because when you don't have a tripod, I guess you don't need a permit in New York city. So really? we had the most beautiful people just walking by and they're in my video. And I'm like, so glad they were just happened to be walking by. And then, you know, other girls are my friends, but like other passerbys are so gorgeous too. Like they just happened to be. And then, uh, but I was going through like a massive depression at the time. Really? Yeah. During writing the song or like making the video? No, making the video. <laughs> oh, really? Okay. Yeah. Really, really, really bad. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm sure like when you, when you saw your finished work and you were like, oh, okay. That probably helped you a little bit, right? I was, I don't know. I was going through it that time. Yeah. <laughs> At first, I think it was, you had a, yeah, you're, you're having some trouble. It's a meltdown. And then, yeah. yeah, I was yeah. going yeah. crazy. Yeah, oh, yeah, no. Yeah. Well, yeah. You're, you're here, and I wish you all the the, the great mental Thank health. You. Don't worry. You're, we're not going anywhere. Don't worry about it. I got some more stuff. <laughs> Vito, Vito, step in front of the, the uh, come to the front row. I got something to ask. All right. So, Team Vito, right? Yeah. Um, <laughs> this tune is about your out-of-body experience taking mushrooms as a kid. Please yeah. elaborate. Tell me the story, whatever you want to share. <laughs> Take a shirt. So I love that it. That helps it's, too. That helps too. Ah, psychedelics. All right. That's, That's, cool. That's cool. Yeah, I um, Yeah, so if you flippantly are just telling a story around Jaiko, she might make a song out of it. That's what happens. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, it was, it was beautiful. That's how it happened. I mean, I, I, I was... I, we were just hanging out in the studio and I was, I, I don't know how I even came up. I, Jaiko posted about it. So I, it made I, me, I guess people for profound like experiences and videos like, right. I have one. And I was like, yeah, <laughs> and it was, I, I was, I was 18, I think. And I'd never done mushrooms. And I was, it was my first band actually, um, bandmates. And they, uh, they were, they both, were growing uh, a lot of weed at the time and, and they were way <laughs> into like that whole scene and and so they're like hey we're gonna go camping and do shrooms and I was like cool you know you want to come I was like sure you know yeah we went out and I didn't know so I ate a bunch and and uh yeah it was it was profound I you know what was cool about it was I didn't have any preconceptions about anything or what it was and um but yeah, like at a, there was a period of time where I felt like I was I was actually in the sky and I was flying around in the stars and all the stars, you know, we were camping, like started spinning around and I was in it. And then I had this realization that, you know, I was like, wow, like I'm part of the stars and the sky and it's actually there's no separation like that you know like all the separations we have in life whatever it be you know like there's that's so much of everything in culture um like all that disappeared to like that point of just becoming one with the universe i guess you know it's cheesy the sound but the thing that was profound about it was i was 18 and i never thought about any of that shit <laughs> you know and had you know like was brought up very secularly and, and there's no it was a religious experience basically but like in a way that like you know in hindsight i'm like wow that that really was 
um, special because, and it did, it changed, it really did change like a lot of stuff for me and like my outlook on things. And it took me years to even understand, you know, like what, like I believe in a lot of that now, but like at the time I had no idea of, I don't think it, it, it just came out of, you know, psychedelics, I guess, whatever it, make it was you inside. want to, you know, keep using psychedelics or was it just like, okay, this is a one time, <laughs> a one time thing and that's it. Yeah. You know, that's what's interesting. I never, I, I, I kind of, I've, you know, done them over periods of time. I think they're great, but it, yeah, it wasn't like it, it didn't, I don't think I did them again for years, you know, like, or a year, like it, it more was just, um, I, I, I honestly, like in a weird way, I don't think I, associate it it was triggered by psychedelics that experience and i've done psychedelics afterwards and never had an experience like that but it kind of felt like the experience and that realization was totally separate from you know the psychedelics maybe held held tapped into something or whatever but like it i never associated with like i was never like oh i'm gonna be able to do that again yeah yeah and, and it, it's always different. People, yeah. yeah, yeah. Many people, you ask the same question, and like I know that for some people, just like oh, the my you know most profound experience was in like 1985 or something, and you know people just mm. never. It's not addictive or anything like that, you know. And I've had that like the becoming one with one everything thing in 2017 in Mexico with something right. else. And I was telling you, I'm like, oh, crazy, I'm freaking out. So it was just like somehow making in that album, I don't know, that was part of it. But it was it was so cool because Jaiko wrote this whole song about the story I told him. It was, yeah, you know, and I was like- night, yeah. I sat there and I just like started, you know, cause I still had empty tracks from them that I was gonna, make some melody and lyrics and then I was like oh I was listening to this thing and I just sang what Vito told me and I was recording on my phone and there was a song I was just like wow you know but I'm not even talking about the details of what he experienced <laughs> wow. yeah just yeah it just felt so magical too do, do y'all feel that you know with psychedelics um do you feel like it can help your creativity or do you think it's better for you to be straight to come up with any kind of ideas for music? I think everybody's different. Mm. Like yeah, I, think both, I, think, I think both can be yeah. that way. Yeah. I'm generally pretty straight, I guess. I've always been pretty straight okay. when I'm making, creating. But yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, it. I think, you know, like, creativity is I mean it's such a weird thing you know it's so hard to just turn on so it just kind of when it comes it comes and yeah you know you you can work on it and you could put yourself in the situation to like be creative but you never know I guess when things are going to hit yeah I guess it's maybe it's the same with music like when you're recording music it's crap in crap out if you have a good song you can add, you know, it doesn't matter what tricks or gimmicks you add to it. If the the, the song by like in its core is not good, then it's not going to be good, no matter what you do to it. But um, yeah. yeah, I think good creative is if you're a good artist, you're a good artist. Whatever, whatever you're on, it doesn't matter. 
Um, so let's talk about Dead Strange. How'd you connect with uh, um, the whole team with Oliver and everything? That was me. Hello, Steve. In the beginning. Hello. <laughs> yeah. Well I, well, I mean, that wasn't me in the sense. I, I just remember seeing that they had started a label and thought that it looked like a friendly uh, and kind of like-minded group of people. And it, and it helped that they were, in my, in my estimation, I thought that they were probably close to the same age. And the fact that they were still excited about music was also very uh, uh, a big a big selling point, you know. Like it was like people who have been through this and who are still excited about music. And it was like really positive, right? I mean, I think that kind of describes everybody in Watt together too. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it I was, was another one of those those kind of just like how things just fall together. We were we the album had been done, and we were kind of trying to figure out what we we're going to do and steve you know found them like kind of and and was like oh there's this and it just seemed to make sense musically a ton and the place to bury strangers feel kind of knew ollie i think oliver before and mm -hmm. um, everybody's going to know oliver but yeah and yeah. there was like you know like we liked the band already um and so it like yeah, to me, like when 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 Steve pointed out the label and I checked it out, like, yeah, this this just seems right. You know, you just like you're looking kind of with labels, I think, like in a lot of ways is just for the right fit musically and and what's like, you know, and excite enthusiasm. Like you know, like Steve said. So they were they, they, you can tell they're very excited. The yeah. Steve, I mean, Pete, Steven is super excited person, right? You know him? I just felt like it, 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 as soon as we saw, as soon as we saw the Instagram, I felt like, oh, we're already on this label. We just, have to, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. just we, we just have to let them know we're on the label. Yeah, we sent them the music they got back immediately and you know they it was yeah. very like just like okay this is and yeah, they're it, great it all made sense because we were already on the label yeah yeah, yeah exactly <laughs> so nice yeah they've been so nice yeah when oliver was on here like steve you, you hit the nail on the head as far as enthusiasm oliver is still <gasps> very excited about music <laughs> he has such a glass half full look on music it's unbelievable oh like most people yeah. would be jaded like no he doesn't have that which is amazing yeah. and you know you, yeah. you guys have played with, with them and you've seen their enthusiasm in the flesh yeah. it's uh it's outrageous it's unbelievable yeah have y'all been yeah, working on this for like three like since 2018 or how long has, has this album been in the works decades <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah that's why it's hard to like it it wasn't it was done quickly in a lot of ways but then it wasn't finished quickly in other ways so yeah, yeah. Did, do you like that whole like okay let's slow it down let's be meticulous about it or was it covid that kind of got in the way of all that of your rollout well we didn't know i mean nobody knew i i thought wow you know maybe there will be no more live music in the world same Maybe we'll never play, or maybe this record is never gonna come out. I was very sad. I I, I was I didn't know. Yeah, 
but I'm listen, it's out, which is, which is great, you know, but now, now, like when you, if you look at music, like, okay, do you think that, okay, I'm going to take a few, let's take a few years when it's done, it's done. Or do you feel like, okay, we should have something done within, let's say a year. I guess I think it needs to be something we all like, like there's no rush to do something, uh, especially, um, you know, something that's not, technically how any of us are making our our livings like it's something that we just want to be the right thing that we're proud of does that make sense like it's not like it it doesn't it doesn't doesn't have to be like you know we gotta get this done by you know september because there's a you know there's a there's a tour happening or something i mean that's one of the good things about it being not our living or our livelihood at least you know right now anyway it's that we don't have to, we're not kind of answerable to anybody. We are in a way answerable to, to Dead Strange in the sense that I think they want to do a second record. So, but that just is positive for me. I feel like that's just a reason for us to, to do another record. I mean, we have a group, a, 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 literally have a team of people that are enthusiastic about it. And it's, you know, it's something that was like a dad thing that we were doing for fun. You know what I mean? We were still doing it for fun, but it, that was gen- genuinely like some dads get their blues band and, and, and go and play on the weekend and play the, <laughs> and, that, and that's great, you know, but our blues band was like a post-punk with a, a Japanese singer. <laughs> so, you know, but like, uh, but all of a sudden there's like a team of people. I mean, that strange has a, a, a company that's like it's expanding there's a company helping to pitch for film and tv that's with the music and stuff and it's like if you had told us when we started doing the jams a couple of years ago that became the record it was like it would be like laughable so yeah. the fact that there's any kind the fact that we're talking to you even about it is uh yeah. you know it's it's already gone further than it than, than it had any right to go in the first place <laughs> Listen, listen, I'm so like, I'm so appreciative of the fact that you guys took time to talk to me because, you know, like, again, like, as far as you recording music, like, you know, not rushing anything like, you know, um, I don't interview anybody, you know what I mean? Like, I really I pick who I'm going to talk to because I want to talk to them. You know what I mean? No one's telling me I'm my own producer director. Like, I pick who I want to talk to. So it's it's interesting. You have to like, you know, really to be a good, you know, to create things that you want, if you want to put out something great, that's like, it's because you really want to do it. And you guys are so yeah. busy with everything. It's like, yeah. this is a really, a, a really full-fledged out passion project that's working out for you. 100%. Yeah. There's yeah. been, the, I guess that, yeah, that's it. And Steve, it's like the motivation is simply just to make music and play shows and have fun, have fun, you know, and, and I think to answer your question about second album, uh, we were just talking before we got on with you. I mean, we're excited and we've already been writing together and we're excited to write together and play together more and just set aside time for that. Um, and things with this band move really quickly. So, I mean, <laughs> which is great. Again, you know, it's one of those things. It's kind of magical about it. So I think we will, you know, uh, just because it'll be fun. And I'm excited even with the new, like the newer stuff we've done already, it's like really good, I think. And it's exciting. And so yeah. like, I'm excited to hear and see what we make, you know? Uh, 
I love watching that. Yeah. Okay, we have to we have to give Phil a credit for you know it was kind of his dream to have a mm. uh, yeah. like a proper guitar band. He said, you know, like a guitar rock band. He I'll, I'll tell you, I I'll I'll tell you how it happened. I'll tell Please. you, in the, the very yeah. very the the impetus for it was Phil and I had recording studios next to each other in Dumbo in Brooklyn, and I would see Phil in the hall. And I knew Phil from before from from work stuff. Uh, we both do film, TV, music stuff. And I would see Phil in the hall, and we would both say, "God, you know, it's nice to we can't complain about having uh, film, TV commercials and stuff for work. Like that would we can't complain about that, you know. But at the same time, wouldn't it be great to just like wind up a guitar amp really loud and like you know go crazy?" And so this would be something we talked about for, I mean, at least six months a year. I don't know what, when this was, 2016 something, I don't know, 17. And it would just be like idle talk. And we'd be like, yeah, that'd be great. Uh, that'll never happen, but that'd be great. And then like, you know, a year goes by and then he's like, oh, I've got, uh, I've been talking to my friend Vito. And I, I didn't know Vito. And I was like, that's great. You're talking to your friend Vito. <laughs> 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 and then so one day he says uh yeah my friend Vito I've been talking about he's coming down he knows uh he's going to come down to jam so he said are you going to be around Tuesday and I and I was like sure I'll be here I'm here every day so I go over there and it became comes clear that Vito had no idea that Phil was telling me that he was going to jam oh. <laughs> like like Vito is completely ambushed and, and like Vito, do you remember I thought that I was going to. I've been talking to Phil for years, a year that same period of time about just seeing his studio. Like I built, I built a studio. Yeah, he was. He, he had yeah. his. You were. You were. You were a marked man. Yeah, I had no idea. Yeah, that's. A, this is funny to hear this. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, but like if you remember, there was also we we had a photo shoot that day. Do you remember that? That's right. Was that he, the same day? He he brought a photographer and everything. Oh, so he had a whole like. And I, I was literally in between like doing a Cheerios commercial and I had to go back and like, you know, finish the Cheerios commercial. And, wow. and but like in the, in the middle, it was like, well, let's get together. And then it was fun. So it's like, okay, well, let's, you know, another day we'll do this. And like week, weeks would go by and then Vito would come down again. And Vito was playing uh, the drum set that was at the studio. I would literally lug over an amp from my place and we would just set up and play. And sometimes it just be, would not, not mic up everything and we just have like two mics in the whole room and that's how you know i think you got the blues was a track that was like four yeah. mics for everything or something it was nothing and wow. then this this went on for like a year and we have all these jams and then it was like man phil primarily would be like let's make these into a record we'll do this and it's like that'll never happen same as the first thing that never happened and then so time went on and Vito said you know i have a friend of mine that I think would 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 be able to make these into songs. I think it would be good. And I thought, you know, what's the most unlikely situation happen situation happening for like a bunch of jams? It's like that we're gonna make songs out of them and it's gonna be a record. Like right on Vito, whatever, whatever you're thinking. Like, like sure, sure. <laughs> Funny. And then look, and then next yeah. thing you know, it's like Jaco sent me, Jaco sent us back a, a, the track Tobu. Yeah. Love that song. Remember, oh man. And that was, and uh, that was the first song. one. That was the first one we, that was Jaco was on. And I remember I played it for, 
the drummer in Longwave, my band, my other band, another band, some some other band. And I remember that he was like, this is really good. <laughs> and I, for, for him to tell me that was like, oh, oh, it's really good. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. like, I could tell that he was like, oh, shit. Like, this is, yeah. it's you not just, just the emailed, like, do you want to, do you, do you think you want to do this? I was like, I felt thrilled, but I've never done like a rock band front woman thing or I have sang before. I made something before, but not really. Like Vito sent me only once singing. I'm like, why does he think so? That's so strange, I thought. But then I was excited and I started and I, I it really literally came to my head and it bothered me so much that I had to do make it. <laughs> like it was crazy. I was obsessed or something. So then I, yeah. I started going to Vito's studio. We tracked my vocal. Then we were like, this is kind of good. <laughs> that was really good. Yeah. And, and yeah, like to, to what Steve, I mean, and like, yeah, for my part in that, like when we, we had all these jabs and Phil was like, we got to make it. Uh, and it was like trying to think of like, well, I think there should be vocals. And I didn't, for me, I was like, you know, if it's just another, if it's like another middle-aged dad, then <laughs> it'll be fine. But it, I, it'll be this kind of dude rock thing maybe, or like, it just, I don't, it, and I, I just was like, so I had it in my mind and then I, I've known Jaiko for years and, and she was playing and singing at this space and it was a like very acoustic is with it, like that like a very acoustic kind of um, performance but I'd never heard Jaiko sing live like I'd seen you with Crystal Arc as a background vocalist but like live and I was like wow I really love Jaiko's voice and I love just like for me with vocals like it's so much it's just like it's uh translating emotion right it's like and I was like wow Jaiko really like there's an emotional quality to what she's doing that is special and I just saw it I, that's how I felt and so I was like okay Yay. this this with this thing mm. these two like opposites and somehow just seem like they really would make sense and knowing Jaiko as a person I was like I think she would be a fantastic performer and and singer and front person because it takes such a weird balance of characteristics to do that, to pull it off. But like to what Steve said, like I, I had no idea if Jaiko had written a song like that ever, you know, or like how, you know, if she's like written, wrote lyrics or, you know, knew what a verse and a chorus was or, you know, any of that kind of like that sort of thing. I just. I couldn't and, believe I could do it either. I was yeah. Happy so much fun just like working by myself just listening to this empty thing i was obsessed it was so fun <laughs> but also it was really you know great that because vito told me like you can do whatever you want i was just like should i do it in japanese or english or what should i but he was like whatever you want i was just like yeah. okay because that's really i'm like that as long as i'm free i think i thrive i don't know you know at that time it was very helpful to not yeah. have to be anything but my thing. I love how Japanese is sung on on on. Oh, thank you. I love it. Thank I think it's, it's a beautiful language to hear. Like I'm a yeah, big fan of this group Parakeet. You know that band? Parakeet. Parakeet. Yeah. So 
Yeah, like the, their, their front woman, um, Mariko Doi, she's, just, she's Japanese. And oh man, when she sings Japanese, I think it's so beautiful. I love oh, it. It's wow. a beautiful language. Yeah. Uh, cool, cool. Yeah, 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 yeah. New York man? No, no. Um, they're, they're based in England, but I, I don't, they're pretty inactive. But I still listen to them. And I think the language is so beautiful. That and like Spanish, French, like listening to Stereo Lab. And it's just, I love yeah. it. It sounds beautiful. It's great. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think uh, Watt Together's enthusiasm is infectious. Um, I have so much energy now. This is great. Um, no rush in the second album. I'm still loving the first one. That's good. Um, thank you guys so much for taking time out of your Friday nights. This is your time. Thank you. Plug the album. Yeah, no problem. Thanks, Plug everything. Uh, let people know how to get in touch with Watt Together, listen to the record, whatever. Right, right, right. Yeah, thank you so much, Pete. Yeah, no problem. We we'll see you. I hope we see you soon. Not not in the yeah, uh, virtual like, realm, you know. Yeah, of course. Plug, plug the record. Plug. Where can people follow you? Oh, guys yeah. yeah. People, be cute. I'm gonna take a picture. Okay. Oh. Do it. Move it. <laughs> uh, plug the record, Jaiko. Yes. Jaiko is our social media guru. She's awesome at it. But like, what? What do we? Uh, oh well. First of all, the show, if you want to come to the next show, the next show we have as of now is June 2nd. Oh. At Elsewhere. In your neighborhood. In your neighborhood. Yeah. Elsewhere Hall, Zone 1. Zone 1, I think. Oh, yeah. yeah. Cool. I'm putting it on my calendar as we yeah. speak. Yeah. And it's, it's a good bill. It's it's uh, this band, Ghost Cop, and this other group they will be making their debut called Each Other. So okay. they're friends. What is it, June um, 2nd? June 2nd, I think. It's whatever, the Thursday, yeah. So. Oh, it's a Thursday. Yeah, Thursday. That's a great day for yeah. a show, I think. I think it's really So good. that's plugging our... And we'll have some more upcoming shows. Hell and, yeah. Uh, yeah. Also, please email us your address so I can mail you the T-shirt. Oh, please. Yes, absolutely. Uh, oh, yeah. Thank you guys so much. I appreciate Yay. you. Thanks, Pete. Right. Thanks, Pete. Thank you.